Welcome to Season 5 of the Let's Talk Data podcast series, presented by SAP, where we explore game-changing technologies with leading experts. So it's my pleasure and privilege to introduce today Chip Klein-Hexel, who is Deloitte CTO for the SAP practice, and my distinct colleague, Jack Deesh, who heads our partner engineering for the business technology platform, here to our leadership conversation. So SAP and Deloitte have longstanding strategic partnerships for more than 30 years. We have worked closely together in many areas, including business transformation, innovation. Deloitte has also been awarded with multiple Pinnacle Awards as wealth, a rich um, amount and area of certifications. And what we want to like to cover today is really two topics. First, we want to talk about how Deloitte and SAP work together to help our customers with their digital transformational journey to become an intelligent enterprise. And secondly, which role does the business technology platform and partners like Deloitte play in helping customers to really continuously innovate and transform their business? So as a first step to, to this approach, Jib, I want to ask you, right, you're talking to customers every day. There's a lot of challenges customers are facing in light of the change of economy, obviously the transformational aspects which are going on through to the digital disruption, but also the pandemic. So what are you hearing from customers? What are trends which you're seeing in the market and how do you approach this? You know, well, so first off, Thorsten, thanks so much for having me on. Really, really appreciate it. And when you think about our partnership and where we sit, right, we're, we have a unique opportunity where we can sit at really the pulse of the customer, see the challenges they face. And with our partnership with you, working with you to say, to bring and align on strategies in terms of where the software goes, what we see companies and clients needing, and how to best address the change that they're, that they're facing each and every day. Uh, when it comes to the market trends that we're seeing them face right now, you know, vast majority, but I can stick on a couple, particularly, first and foremost, they're looking for sustainable, profitable growth quickly after the pandemic, but even before the pandemic, many companies were faced with, you know, how do they achieve growth through new business models and how do they better leverage analytical insights and enable AI pricing to better drive their profitability. But at the same time, they're faced with, how do they have better supply chain visibility? How do they develop resiliency in their supply chain through insights, risk mitigations, so that they can grapple with all the different challenges that they're faced, whether it's for how they address their customer demand or how they work through the supply that they need to be able to manufacture products or distribute products across the, their value chain. And then lastly, what we're seeing is, is investments in technology both to create an agile technology stack that allows them to better respond to disruption, um, as well as a foundation that supports collaboration with AI and ML, rather than one that limits or constrains it. If you think about some of the aging technology stacks that we see out there when we talk to customers, you know, they're challenged because they wanna take advantage of new age technologies. They wanna take advantage of artificial intelligence. They wanna take advantage of machine learning, but their foundation prevents them from doing so because they don't have you know, clean data, they don't have a clean core, and the ability to do so would be so time consuming that it takes away the value case. So those are some major tra trends we're seeing right now in the marketplace. Okay, thank you very much, very interesting. And maybe, you know, this allows me to bring in you, Jack Dish, right? I mean, how is SAP, how are we approaching, you know, the challenges and help our customers to overcome those effectively? 
And just to build on from what Chip said, I mean, you know, spot on. I think uh, to me, it goes back to the definition of the word intelligence. You know, everybody wants intelligent systems, intelligent people, intelligent everything, right? So what does intelligent mean? And I think it, you know, to me, it means in discussing with customers, it really means agility, responsiveness, flexibility, being future-proof, digitization going to the far ends of an enterprise, which typically was limited to kind of a few professional users. Every company, whether you are in retail or utilities, starting to become a software company or or a technology company. So extreme use of, you know, technology that is the vision and 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 from there you kind of come out with you know you know business models and that um but the reality is the opposite so all the words that we use here in terms of like what people want to be and what enterprises want to be the reality is the exact opposite it's inflexible due to like hard-coded systems it's data proliferation fragmentation all across the board there's no one view of the enterprise Analytics is probably in the hands of like five or 10 people who are sitting in, you know, probably the IT department doing business analysis, not in the hands of the end user or the people who are actually making business decisions. All of those things is the reality. So the journey from where we are to where we want to really be is what SAP, you know, refers to as the intelligent and sustainable enterprise. That's where we really want to be. Um, so it comes with, you know, functional systems, not, not monolithic uh, legacy approaches, but nimble, flexible, yet integrated business processes. Um, so that's the journey that SAP is on. And, and look, if, you know, what Chip said, it's Deloitte who then makes it realize for the end customer, right? SAP can deliver the functionality, but, you know, unless Deloitte has that understanding of the customer's pain point, prioritization is another big aspect. I mean, you don't want to do the entire kind of, you can't go from zero to one, being intelligent, like super smart tomorrow. But as an enterprise, you will go on a certain journey. And and that's really the journey that we want to be on with Deloitte. Um, All of this, by the way, comes along with a digital platform play, which is where the data stuff happens, which is where the newer digital innovation happens. Um, Something we'll talk about later, but um, yeah, that's the journey that we are are excited to be on uh, uh, with Deloitte. Yeah, thank you, Jagdish. Right, so we have basically this intelligent and sustainable enterprise framework to enable those end-to-end business processes supported by intelligence, having a platform to enable basically the change, but also the data integration, providing real-time insights, leveraging the the capabilities to extend and also obviously drive, um, you know, complementary innovation to the core portfolio in in the industry cloud. So. Chip, maybe, you know, how, how is this actually being complemented by Deloitte, right? How do you take the intelligent enterprise to life, if you will, or even further? It starts with intelligent, and what we've transformed it even further into is what we're calling the kinetic enterprise. And to us, the kinetic enterprise is, if you think about, you know, years ago, when you were doing any type of technology implementation, it was more of a, I'm going to capture requirements, I'm gonna build a system and that system's gonna be static. It's gonna be built to the requirements of that time and it's gonna remain in that way. Well, gone are those days. Just as Jagdish said, it needs to be something that can be agile. It needs to be technology stack that can move quickly. And as I was saying in in terms of trends, has to be able to respond to consumer demands and the demands that that customer needs to be able to address the market and grow and be profitable. And so the way we look at it is it's around four pillars. First, it's clean. 
So it starts with having a clean core, followed by being responsive, leveraging cloud infrastructure so you can scale up, scale down, scale on demand. It's enabling intelligent apps and technologies through AI and machine learning. And then lastly, it's inclusive. No longer are these systems just one system anymore. It's, it's an integrated technology stack. It's a stack that has to be able to maintain data integrity across the full layer and be able to integrate well so you can take advantage of the power end to end. And when I think about it in that way, right, no longer then does a client or a customer need to be sitting there where it's the static system or te static technology stack, but rather we're saying it's built to evolve. It's this ability to continuously innovate long after the initial go live. So the go live doesn't, or a life cycle of a program no longer stops at a go live. That's just the foundation. It allows you to continue to innovate and continue to respond because you've enabled that architecture to do so. And, and we're seeing this act actively. We have a chemicals company that we're working with that had strict governance on the enhancements that they put in to their core. And this allowed them to be able to reduce their technical debt 50% in comparison to their earlier legacy stack that they had. And that, what that does is it sets them up for significant in, in opportunities around innovation and their ability to move quickly in the future. From an intelligence standpoint, we have a client who we've worked with an automotive company who was struggling with around profitability and they wanted to better be able to see their profitability across their portfolio of vehicles. And so through leveraging intelligent apps and cloud innovation, been able to bring better insights and analytics to them where they can make better decisions and, and they've been able to reduce their unprofitable small car configurations by 20% while improving their SUV profitability by 6%. That's directly to the bottom line. And, and that's what companies need today to be able to, to drive and have that profitable, sustainable growth that they're looking for. And then lastly, Thorsten, I'd say, you know, we've built together this reference architecture, a joint reference architecture between Deloitte and SAP that then looks at, hey, this is the technology stack that we recommend both SAP and non-SAP products around how to be able to drive that kinetic enterprise, that intelligent enterprise that SAP is, is working to, to provide to its clients. Yeah, no, very good point, Chip. And I mean, of course, right? I mean, the build to evolve concept is continuous innovation approach to the customer is obviously very critical. So, and we, we refer to the platform quite a bit. So let's maybe make sure we define this a bit better. Maybe check this, maybe you can, you know, elaborate on that one and say, look, why, why is the platform what we SAP calls a business technology platform, which is part of this reference architecture, which, you know, Chip referred to, why is this so critical and what it is and how does it help to enable those kind of value drivers Chip was referring to? Now, so let me uh, give it with an example. So, so look, I think historically systems were, were monolithic, right? I mean, even, even SAP systems, um, all of it, like one big chunk of code sitting on some kind of a technology, mostly on-prem. And, and those kind of systems are not going to give us the responsiveness, the agility, and the sustainable business processes and the, and the path to the profitable future. So fundamentally, what's happening is before we come to a platform, what is happening on the application side is that a monolithic is being shrunk to bits and pieces, fragmented technology going all across the enterprise, right? The remotest digital users, the end users who are doing paper processes need to be converted to digital. Otherwise, they are not going to be responsive at the speed at which the enterprise wants. So monolithic breaks down into 
you can call it modular, you can call it spot applications, whatever, right? And you can see this with SaaS applications proliferating across the enterprise, right? 2,000 applications being used by a medium-sized enterprise is actually quite normal these days. So with the application architecture changing and probably close to 100% of an enterprise now getting automated in a, in a flexible future-proof way, how do you keep all these things running in, in, in one fabric? So you today have, let's say in HR, you have, let's say a new recruitment, smart recruitment app to find out candidate sentiment as an example. Well, the thing is that even if this app is super cool, it cannot stand on its own. It will need to interact with something for their data, for their employee data, for their job profiles, for their you know, uh, onboarding and so on and so forth. So even if this app is standing alone, it needs to be part of that enterprise-wide fabric. And that just takes it now into, well, the data now needs to be kind of a single view of the data, even if the application is managing its own data. So we come to a data management kind of overall thing. Once this application does its magic, it will need to feed into some kind of a performance kind of dashboard, so in leading into analytics, and then probably some process improvements. This application will need to be developed on some kind of a cloud infrastructure. So you get into an application development kind of a paradigm. If some of the end users are going to use this application, you need some low code, no code, simple type of applications to use. So you can see all of these things is what collectively we look at it as a platform. And SAP's terms, this is the business technology platform. So without going into a whole bunch of like product jargon and all that, all of the business technology platform services basically do what is needed to enable this you know, intelligent enterprise. Oh, okay, thank you, Jagdish. And maybe then Chip, right? If we bring these two things together, you talked about build to evolve the continuous uh, innovation approach to deliver those, uh, to create those value drivers for the customers, right? How are you using the business technology platform in combination with the kinetic enterprise strategy and approach you know, can you share a little bit more in detail, you know, what Deloitte is doing in this space and how this complements what you're referring to prior? A absolutely. You know, I, I, when I was talking earlier around the kinetic enterprise, one of those core tenants is core, a clean core. And the way we focus around doing that and enable it is through the use of BTP. It's starting with a clean core and leveraging side-by-side -side extensibility that BTP provides. The ability for us to embrace customization, embrace complexity, but not put that into the core is what BTP can, can bring for us, right? And the other part we focus on a lot is how do we return to the why? So, so often we find when, when meeting with, with IT leaders is that they can be inundated with all the different concepts from an IT standpoint that can be brought forward to them, right? What cloud platform should I use? What, what should I be doing with machine learning? What should I be doing with artificial intelligence? What, I should, what should I be doing across a wide variety of things? And what we do is we, let, we start with our enterprise value map. This is a map that, that we use that helps companies just focus around how do they gain business value? What are the value levers that they have? Where do they align with the different benchmarks and what they should, be, should they be striving for? And on BTP in partnership with SAP, We've built a library of what we're calling kinetic microservices, different apps and assets that we can deploy to help our clients go achieve value. And what we've done is aligned each of these up with what we're calling value drivers. 
and back to our enterprise value map. So then when we go talk to, to clients, we can talk and start first around, what are you looking, maybe you're looking to get better profitability in a certain area. Maybe you're looking to reduce cost. Okay, well, if I look there, what are the levers I can pull? And now let's go align back to assets that we've built on BTP as part of our kind of microservices library to help you enable them. And even better is maybe we don't have something that's a direct fit, but the beauty is business technology platform provides this canvas where we can go innovate and work together in conjunction with our clients and with SAP to drive that innovation and ultimately drive value while still keeping that core clean. So that's the approach we've taken. We've seen significant success. Great example of that is us working with a, a consumer company where they were having cash app or cash application matching issues. When they were running their jobs, it was taking, they weren't having a significant amount of matches. So we enabled an asset built out on BTP that we we're able to leverage machine learning. And in one day, they were able to increase the hit rate from 35% to over 90% just through apps and an asset that we built out on BTP. And guess what? No technology or technical debt that we had to create in the core itself. And that's the beauty of it, right? And so the approach that we've been taking and the strategy we've leveraged is all of our asset builds, we look and say, all right, BTP is our first choice. And is there a place there? And that's the governance that we bring in. So we have a governance and a decision tree to say, all right, I need to do this in type of enhancement. Let's look BTP first. If that's not the applicable spot, then where? Second thing that we're doing is, is we're looking to leverage next gen technologies and infuse AI in every asset that we bring. AI and machine learning are the future. And if we're not thinking about how we transform business processes from the paper base, like you were saying, Jagdish, to actual digital processes, enabling AI and machine learning, really not gonna be taking that next step to get value. Our clients have insights into what they're doing and the decisions they should be making. And we can enable all of that and we can start that journey by leveraging the joint reference architecture, Thorsten, that I talked about earlier, right? And the ability to lay that out and say, this is the technology stack that's needed to be enabled that kinetic enterprise, driving for a clean core, but enabling cloud innovation. I think that's a, that's a big difference, right, Chip? I think in the past, digitization meant take a paper process and simply make it a transactional totally. like automation basically we have to differentiate automation with what is happening in the industry now you can't just have the same paper process workflow right you have to you have to take advantage of the data that can be pulled up the analytics that can be drawn out of the intelligence and the smartness decisions making that can be drawn out of it it has to be much much more than simply digitizing a paper process. I think that's, that's, that's a, yeah, I mean, AI and ML everywhere. Just love that part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a great summary in how things come together and how we complement each other and work together strategically in this space. So if we look into the future, right, what is, what are you seeing there, right? What is the next big thing? What, when we look into two, four years from now, what is your vision there, Chip, maybe? You know, I think, the the discussion around business processes doesn't go away right transformation still start with what's the business process and what objectives do does the business need to achieve or are they looking to achieve but it's looking at those business processes in a different way it's looking at them in a way that now holistically can leverage ai leverage machine learning and leverage automation transitioning from that paper base to a digital highly integrated and inclusive across a landscape of technologies 
right? And, and in doing that, what I think we're going to see, and Jagdish was talking about this a little bit, is that that core used to be this gigantic monolith. And I think what we're going to see is a shrinking of the core. We're going to see more and more innovation leveraging in terms of using business technology platform and cloud innovation platforms that are out there, allowing ultimately companies to go back to address that trend I was saying at the very beginning, which is around having a tech stack that can be nimble and adapt to change and continuously innovating versus having something that's static and then anytime you want to change requiring eight to 12 to 15 months to be able to go address it. Yeah, excellent. And maybe check this, you know, what is your perspective there, right? I mean, you have this great foundation today, you know, how do we take this to the next level and what, how are you seeing, you know, the customer requirements and things changing and how do we approach this in the future from an SAP perspective here together with the one? Yeah, I mean, I think, look, we have, we have just started on the journey, to be honest. So I think uh, the you know, current phase is realization of this journey with, with Deloitte, uh, making our joint customers successful. So looking beyond, I guess, will probably happen in a couple of years. I think for now, we just need to now start realizing this in actuality. Otherwise, we'll forever be in research mode. So that's, that's I think, you know, the most important point. But, but, but looking beyond in terms of the basic extension technology, application development technology, the basic like you know cloud databases and all that are already evolving into uh, cloud data warehousing technology for example you know uh, bringing data intelligence in terms of pipelines of data mm -hmm. moving in uh, you know ai ml chip mentioned that multiple times as well um, the other area i would i would point everybody to is the is the area of planning like you know static dashboards are very quickly changing into almost like what if scenarios, yeah. what if tomorrow this happens, that happens, how does my supply chain or my you know, employee onboarding change? And so I think we see a lot of planning coming up on the horizon. So the way I would sum it up, Thorsten, is like the basics are becoming kind of realized and they are now taking you to the next step. Like analytics is leading to planning. Databases is leading to data management, right? Basic extensions are now leading to more AI ML type applications. So mm -hmm. all of them will continue to kind of, you know, you know, mature in their own right. And that's, that's what we are seeing on the horizon now. Okay. Excellent insights. Thank you very much. I guess this really, you know, is a great summary in terms of, you know, how we think about business transformation, how we drive innovation, how Deloitte and SAP are working together. We heard a lot of interesting concepts around build to evolve, clean core concept, but also then the injection of intelligent technologies as part of the process and how we actually take data to the next level, driving real-time insights, and then also add those predictive capabilities to really help with the decision-making. So yeah, I think this was a great discussion. Thank you so much for joining us and looking forward to you know, continuing the great collaboration and to further customer success and value. Thank you, Thor. Thank you, Chip. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, Jagdish. Great talking to you.